Somewhere in the bowels of the city that never sleeps. Kevin McCullough, radio host with Salem Media. Is a man also not sleeping. Syndicated radio talk show host Kevin McCullough. And that guy would like a word with you. Many of you know him from as Lodestradamus. Of course that Kevin show is going to be great. The only thing that could be greater, of course, would be that Donald show. But we don't have that, so we have that Kevin show. Featuring the music of Dick Tunney and the Dream in Color Orchestra. Still to come, Assignment Desk Weekend's Boycott Edition. Mr. and Mrs. Hercules, Kevin and Sam Sorbo. And once, again, get it, once, Glenn Hanson in the spotlight. And now, live from Times Square, where rumor has it that the rum punch at Jasmine's cannot be finished by one person, but boy, do we have fun trying. Here's the Kevin. Well, thank you, Dave. Uh, yes, off and running in hour number two. And yes, T-Square, Tom Harris of the Times Square Association has told me on multiple occasions that he cannot finish the uh, rum punch at the Jasmine's Caribbean Cuisine, very well-known place here in Times Square. You come, you come to the city, you go have uh, Jasmine's, you try to finish the rum punch. I don't know if it can be done by one person. We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, here we go. For Assignment Desk Weekend, I'm Kevin McCullough. Here's a look at tonight's top stories. This weekend, all weekend long in Las Vegas, all of the 2024 GOP rivals seeking the nomination for President of the United States will appear at the annual Republican Jewish Coalition in Las Vegas, marking only the second time all of the rivals have spoken at the same event, including the former President Donald Trump. The appearance is intended to send a clear message of solidarity with Israel in its current conflict with Hamas. Initially, the former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie, had considered not attending. But in the end, the unemployed politician was moved and tempted by the offer of kosher Krispy creams to sweeten the offer. A top Democratic strategist is being told in Taylor Swift-like parlance, that he needs to calm down. James Carville, longtime Democratic pollster and strategist, has disclosed that President Biden's poll numbers are, quote, not good. This week, his approval rating amongst Democrats reaching its all-time low. Carville disclosed that when he tells Democratic leaders that Biden is in trouble, that they don't disagree with him. Instead, they ask him to keep it to himself. Now, Assignment Desk Weekend holds that Democratic leaders assume that if they could convince the entire country, the media establishment, even the world, that Biden received 81 million votes in 2020, more votes than President Barack Obama or President Donald Trump, then it's likely that Democratic leaders could convince the public of anything. Next up on their list, selling ice to Eskimos. Speaking of President Biden, he has a new primary challenger as of yesterday. Dean Phillips, a congressman from Minnesota, 
calling himself the underdog, the long shot, and, quote, having a massive disadvantage, the three-term congressman claims a powerful secret strategy to win the Democratic nomination, but he refused to reveal it. Now, Assignment Desk Weekend would like to point out the following very cogent, important points. Number one, President Biden likes to be bribed. The big guy and all. Number two, President Biden loves ice cream. And number three, Dean Phillips is America's foremost gelato maker. All right, conspiracy theorists, do your best. College students at some institutions of higher learning can now get naloxone fentanyl test strips for free. It's a new feature. It's an effort to, quote, reduce overdoses. The strips are reportedly able to detect if opioids, cocaine, methamphetamines, and cannabis contain fentanyl. Students on the campus of University of North Carolina insist that the strips will save lives. But Assignment Desk Weekend would like to point out that there's something else that would also save lives. It kind of consists of not using opioids, cocaine, methamphetamines, or cannabis. And finally, as the pro-terrorist demonstrations broke out this week, one little anti-Semite thought it would be a good idea to demand people boycott a list of companies, presumably because they do business and commerce in Israel. Take a look. We call on you to boycott Starbucks, McDonald's, Disney, Nestle, Coca-Cola, Pizza Hut, Burger King, Pepsi, Domino's, Papa John's, Nike, CeraVe, and Airbnb, Subway, Walmart, and Dasani, and the list goes on. This demonstration should make our demands clear. What did she just say? Papa John's, Nike. Nike. She wants to ban Nike. Nike. Nice. But that was just part of the story. What the video didn't show you was that just before her speech, she asked her buddy Abdullah to hold her grande skinny latte along with her BK sausage and egg breakfast biscuit. For Assignment Desk Weekend, I'm Calvin McCullough. Michigan it touches? What state it touches? Yeah, if you could name a state that it touches. You have to like picture a map. Um You know this, that's a state. No, because when you say Michigan, I'm thinking Detroit. But that's a town. So guess a state. Give me your best guess. Um Atlanta. Yes. How many hours make up three days? Around how many? If you have to guess. 92. 48. How many? 92. 92? Yes, 92. Yes. Name three countries in North America. Three countries in North America? Any three. Idaho. Okay, yeah, that's one. New York. Two. 
New Jersey. Three, it's too easy for you. If you were born five years ago, how old would you be today? Twelve. Twelve. You're, you would be thirteen. Thirteen. Because she's eight. Twelve. So it's 2023. So if you were born in 2018, how old would you be? That's the same thing, right? Yeah. Twelve. Right. Same. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Hannah. Yes. If parking costs 75 cents an hour and you park for two hours, how much do you have to pay? Um, two fifty. Yes. How many years are in one century? Twelve, right? Twelve? You're... Twelve. Twelve. Yes, very good. So how many is in one dozen? Twelve. Twelve. Right? So a century and a dozen are the same? Yeah. 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 Yeah, bro. What was I thinking? Do you know what year the 2012 Olympics were held? 2012 Olympics? Yeah. Do you remember what year that was that happened? What year was the 2012 Olympics held? Yeah, like what year were they held? I think they were in Tokyo. Remember what year? Around what year, then, if you had to guess. I never watched that, but it sounded like it was around, like, probably around either 2000s, probably 1999, one of those. Give me a, then 1999, is that your guess? Parking costs 75 cents, and you park for two hours. How much do they pay you, or how much do you have to pay? See, you got me feeling dumb, and I don't like it. If you, if you had to guess, around how much? Let me guess. Uh, Give me your best guess. Like thirty dollars. Yes, around there. If you were born in 1990, how old would you be this year? Good. Well, I was born in '97, so I guess that would make me 35. Yes. What language do the people who live in Missouri speak? Um, I don't know. Think of like languages. French. Yes, sir. Do you know what our country's national bird is? Who country? America. What's our national bird? Hell nah. A cardinal bird. Yes, very good. Ready or not, he'll be right back. That Kevin. Now, back to that Kevin show. Kevin McCullough. All right, my next guests, plural, have chosen to appear not only in one interview together, but on one camera together. And it's a lot of fun to welcome them back uh, where they both both appeared individually, like a couple of weeks apart the last time they were with us because they had different things to uh, promote. Today we get to speak with uh, both of them at the same time. They are one of the couples that have said, you know what, Hollywood's going to do what they're going to do we're going to do what we're going to do and how they train their children and how they um, conduct their marriage and the types and the type of media that they make and it's an honor to welcome back kevin and sam sorbo 
Hey, guys. Thank you. Our pronouns are they, them. (laughs) (laughs) Easily today, and thanks for getting it all on one screen for me. Um, Let's chat about first the the new movie that's uh, just coming out. You know, it's a wonderful true story set in 1930, right in the heart of the Depression. And uh, I'm fortunate to direct it. I produced it. Sam produced it. We both starred in it. We had Lou Gossett Jr. We had Tyler Maine. We got John Ratzenberger. And it's a true story about two con men that would go through Oklahoma and Texas, and they would woo widows out of their money on these oil wells. Um, And they always kind of knew with the jalopy piece of crud that they had for a A drill rig rig that they weren't going to hit oil. But they were there to rip people off. They were—I mean—they would sell 500% of the shares, declare a dry hole, and move on to the next town. Well, they get to Kilgore, Texas, and lo and behold, they strike oil totally by accident. Ends up being the largest oil fund in the history of the world at that time. 1930, right in the heart of the Depression, when we were at 28% unemployment or more during America at that time. And um, it's the, the miracle is that, but the bigger miracle is what happens afterwards. Uh, obviously, they get arrested. Uh, there's a trial and all that kind of stuff, but it's a it's a wonderful hoot. It's a PG rated movie. It's a family friendly fam- comedy. Family you family can actually friendly. bring children to see this. Yes, you can bring it. That's- you can bring it. There's no there's no woke agenda. It's pro oil, pro capitalism, pro patriot, pro freedom, pro America is what it is. Yes, and pro forgiveness also. Yes, and, and redemption. What's, what's yeah. really fascinating about this story, and you know, God uses. Uh, uh, you know, flawed individuals uh, typically, right? And we have that, that we have that paradigm throughout the Bible. He used these flawed individuals to bring in the oil that eventually won us World War II. Uh, it's really such an incredible story, and it's such a fun comedy that is in no way offensive, well, it's, right? It's one ten film festival. Everything yeah. from best comedy to family favorite, judges favorite, audience favorite. People will love this movie. Please see it. We only got two days. I mean, thank God for Fathom because Fathom helps a little independent movies like ours get out to screens, run 750 screens. Go to SorboStudios.com. That's SorboStudios.com. Sign up, put your zip code in, and shows you what theater's near you. But it's here. We get two days. If we fill up those seats, we'll get more than that. But yeah. take them out this Sunday and Monday this right Sunday now. This Sunday and Monday. It's really two showings on friends. Sunday. Those of yeah. you watching, it's really critical that you do exactly what Kevin just said because um, – that will make the theaters pay attention. Uh, if if they sell yeah. out these shows, they they will add more dates. And I, I certainly want you to. I got to see a screener of it. I loved it. My kids loved it. It's it's safe for the whole family, but it is interesting and funny and entertaining. And I can't use enough superlatives about it. Thank Let me you. Shift gears a little bit uh, sure. because the last film project that you were here talking about was one that examined faith, and you had documented a trip to Israel in the film and you use the the basis of of that trip as a large portion of that film i'm just wondering where your minds are at when you see what's going on on the tv screens right now well you know it's interesting because uh sam and i went back just a, a year and a half ago um as well i filmed another documentary that's going to be coming out later next year um tracing the flow of the ark of the covenant through archaeological digs and then we took another group just this past may we had 80 people in fact one of the locations we were at is where bombs are dropping from Lebanon right now. So we were in those areas, which is unbelievable. And it's just, it's just, it's crazy. You know, I mean, the hatred and the anger and everything that's been going on in that Middle East has been going on for centuries. I think we we have to understand Hamas is an elected uh, government. And it's a terrorist organization. And it's elected. I mean, this is something that we really, as a, as humanity, we really have to wrestle with. It's easy uh, to win and the, elections when you 
fence everybody in and say, you better vote for us or, or you're going to end up the way the Jews right. did. And right. They rule even, by terror. They're Gazans tyrannical. trying to leave to Egypt right now are being told, right. if you try to leave, we will kill you. So, yeah. I mean, And if you inform, if you guys. inform, uh, you know, your, your life is forfeit. And, uh, and, and so, you know, and, and then over here, we have young people who are demonstrating on behalf of them and, it's it's really quite astonishing. Uh, I, I saw uh, there was a there was a group of gay people, queers, for Hamas. And I'm going, that'd be the equivalent of black people for the KKK. I mean, right. it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's, it, just, it's, it really shows um, a lack of uh, knowledge, yeah. a, a lack of wisdom, a lack of education. I think. I think what we're seeing eventually, we have to admit, is the failure of the system of schooling that we have in the United States. Well, and what the government does and what the press does. I mean, they, they, they've just been over and over. I think half these people, I don't think they're, like you said, even educated enough to understand what they're what they're what they're writing about or yeah. what they're protesting. They just have been programmed to do it that way. Well, and when you see, as we're having here in New York, people take down the kidnapped or killed posters of children. Uh, and be so, uh, you know, heinously evil about it. Yeah. Um, it. It's it's hard for me, and I, I I wrote about this last week at Town Hall. But it's really hard for me to stomach my own country right now in, in yeah. many aspects because well, Kev, we've never know, been the place. We've never been the place that countenanced this. And if it was the Ku Klux Klan, there would be massive demonstrations counterbalancing it. But what's happening is the people that support Israel are decent people. But they're they're going quiet, and we need to be more vocal and more verbal than the other side that is chanting "death to America." And death. I'm so you know, sick of the silent majority. Enough. I'm sick of it. Fair enough, but I do want to point out that in our schools, we are teaching survival of the fittest, and we have an entire political party that supports basically post-birth abortion. Yes. Uh, you know, we we have to we are we do need to contend with that and figure that out. And as long as and so we have a callousness toward life. Uh, there's now a push for uh, medically assisted suicide for babies in Canada. I mean, it's crazy when we have now sort of developed this callousness towards life and this eagerness for death. And that's something that we're going to have to wrestle with. And it's partly why I. I I, to segue back to the movie for a minute, I developed a homeschool curriculum that goes with the movie. It's a free download at sorbostudios.com. Oh, for the miracle from East Texas? Yes, because That's there's fantastic. so much in there to unpack. There's there's the theme of forgiveness. There's the theme of oil. There's the theme of um, entrepreneurship and oil drilling and the economy and all of that. And there's, there's a wealth to, uh, forgive me, drill down into uh, <laughs> with the movie. And so this is a free download. It's also a free download for a discussion guide for book clubs. If you want your book club to go see the movie, uh, go buy your tickets online, send them a screenshot of uh, the purchase that you made, and then they can join you at the theater. And then you have a, a guide to yeah. discuss the movie afterwards. Exactly. Need to take a break. Uh, she is single-handedly trying to re-educate all the, the the entire globe, and she's she's doing a good job at it. Sam Sorbo, uh, get the uh, study guide with the movie, uh, of course, married to Hercules. And uh, we're coming right back. We've got a book project to tell you about as well. Stay with us. Ready or not, you'll be right back. That Kevin.
back to that Kevin show with Kevin McCullough. And we're back from Times Square. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us uh, on Biz TV, the Salem News Channel, and about 300 and something radio stations coast to coast. Grateful hey. for you being with us. Uh, Kevin Sorbo and the better half of the Sorbo clan, Sam. Uh, <laughs> I'll take Kevin, it. I, Kevin, I don't think you object to that, do you? I mean, you know, no. <laughs> we, we all outkicked our coverage, as they say. Um and, and That's why my Vikings are three and four, but go ahead. Yeah, well, you, you took care of San Francisco this week. My, That's true. That's my, true. My Dallas Cowboy fans are, are plenty good with that. Let's yeah. talk about uh, real real manhood. The Test of Lionhood is the name of your latest book, and you're starting to get, um, shall we say, a familiar treatment uh, as as people did with another book from the same um, group last year. What's what's the story? Yeah, this is uh, from the Brave Book family, Test of Lionhood. Um, Kirk Cameron. Love the Brave Books. Uh, they are the kinds of things your little yeah. boys need to be reading. Yeah, and girls, yep. but you, you need to be reading them, yes. Bravebooks.com. Uh, Kirk Cameron had his out last year and, of course, got attacked from our public libraries that we fund with our tax dollars. They wouldn't let him read to seven, eight-year-olds, but they were okay with drag queens reading to these seven, eight-year-olds. Because if you've seen Kirk Cameron, he's a very intimidating, scary guy. So I guess <laughs> it's going to be too much for seven, eight-year-olds. So I, I do a lot of speaking events. And I always say, I, I mentioned earlier, I'm so tired of the silent majority. What, how bad does it have to get for people to wake up? It's really unbelievable. And that counts with a lot of Christians out there, too, and a lot of churches and a lot of a lot of pastors that who forget that they work for God, not for government. But anyway, um, I wrote a book with these guys because I talk about we need to wake up the lions. The sheep are going to be the sheep. And this is really a pro-child book is what it is. It's not bashing anybody. The alphabet crowd went after me saying this is trans this, trans that. I said it's not trans anything. It's pro-child. It's a it's a wonderful little story about Lucas the lion cub. Lucas, little nine-year-old kid, he goes out with a play with his two little sisters out in the woods. Uh, the sister gets cut by a plant. She's going to die. He's well aware from his father about the only flower that can save you from that plant. So he's too too far away from home. Too close to the flower. He's got to go get the flower. He's got to get past his, find his courage, get past his fears and his insecurities and the roadblocks in front of him. And it's really a stepping stone to let kids be kids. Let them grow up to be adults. Let them decide what they want to do with their lives when they're old enough to make a decision. So it's really it also a, identifies that kids want to emulate adults. Yeah. And so it yes. really encourages the child to. Uh, to find that courage, find that bravery deep inside. It's great for little girls to read because they they see well, a young man trying to be a young exactly. man. It's it's, step up to the it's, it's attack on uh, you know the emasculation of the world. Yes, it's pro pro masculinity is what it is. It, you know, embrace masculinity. It's crazy what we're doing to try to m- make men more like women and women more like men. We are different. There are some things that are the same, but for the most part, we bring different things to each other. And we bring different things to the family as well. Well, we've I'm taking stopped. anything. Pardon? We've stopped in, in this culture, we've yeah. stopped celebrating distinction. We think that yeah. distinction is somehow confused with um, um, equality, and it has nothing to do with it. God created I, each of us with giftings and things that we're good at and things that we may yeah. be better at than someone else. And we should celebrate those things that we are distinct in. But the, to the left, and we'll go back to this as kind of our bringing the whole uh, conversation full circle. Um, I've been saying for a few weeks and months now that I think that the left, if you study what they've done specifically since this administration has come into power, the way they have used children, um, they want them aborted. 
They don't want parents to have say over anything in their life once they hit school age. They want to introduce the most radical concepts of identity and force them upon them. They want to punish anyone who disagrees with this aspect, and they refuse to look at the outcomes of what those goals yes. have put so that nobody will talk about the the detransitioning movement that the independent women's forum is documenting yeah. they just want to use them for their agenda and when they're done they want to throw them away well, well you're making sounds, my point about homeschooling for me so thank you for that <laughs> well it sounds a lot like lenin back in 1917 yeah. there's a lot of similarities in that and the whole communist movement and he said, we got to get the children in during the education years. And they were very successful at that. So we're doing the same thing here, which is absolutely insane. People, wake up. Quit. You're going to get canceled anyway. And stop stop being afraid of that stuff. It's ridiculous that, that we can't get bigger voices out there. I have a lot of actors I've been working with, actually both sides of the camera, the last six, seven years, thanking me very quietly on the set for being a voice for them. Be a voice for yourself. I mean, enough of this stuff. I mean, but wake up. But we've trained in cowardice through yeah. our schools. We've trained in the inability to discern. So we no longer have discernment. Yeah. So we, even when we see something that we know deep down is wrong, we we don't have the strength or the fortitude to stand for what is right. You've covered a lot of ground in the last uh, few minutes. Sorbostudios.com. Yes. Is, yes. is kind of the portal to get to everything, yep. whether it's the book, the homeschool curriculum, the uh, tickets for the movies. Uh, go check it out. All of the projects are there and then follow them on the socials as well. Sam, Kevin, it is great to have you. Great to see you. Wish we could do it in person. Uh, maybe next time we will. Ready or not, we'll be right back. live from New York, Times Square to be specific. We are grateful that you're with us. And I am grateful for those of you that have given to our campaign with CSI. Uh, even in the last hour, some of you making the call and saying, Kevin, I hear what you're saying. We're going to do all that we can uh, to help liberate these final 39 women. Our original list was 192 names. There are 39 still on that list. And we can't do this without you. Those 39, I don't want to leave a single one of them behind. Negotiations have already begun in nearly all of their instances. So to not come through would be a devastating reality for them. But here's here's the thing, and, and this is the thing, and the thing is this, and it's so much fun. When we tell them, and these women are by and large Christians who had to change their name and tell their slave master that they were abandoning their faith, even though they didn't. Many of them said, I prayed every day until you found us. Um, to tell them that their Christmas gift this year is to be liberated. Some of these girls have been in captivity since they were six, seven, eight, nine years old. Some of them have seen nothing but the most heinous side of life, continually being raped and assaulted, called names, uh, abused by verbal words, abused by being beaten, uh, abused by being forced to mutilate their own genitals in order to become, quote, a good Muslim woman. There's a number of things that these girls have experienced that is just heartbreaking. 
And if you're the father or mother of a daughter, you can easily understand uh, why this gets me emotional. I, I would do anything I could to help avoid that reality for my own daughter. I know that you would too. Well, every one of these women was some, were, they were somebody's daughter uh, before they were taken into captivity. But we are 39 names away from getting everyone that we had on the list out. And so I need 39 of you, or I need some combination of those of you that can give to cover 39, because we've had several of you that have given um, $1,000. Uh, many of you over the last couple of months have just made a one-time $1,000 gift. That takes care of four. Well, if we had that, we would only need what? Um, uh, 10 of you to take the four slave challenge. And if there were 10 of you that gave a $1,000 gift tonight, you would liberate four of them. We would, we would free 40 slaves. That would be one more than is still on the list. <coughs> but here's the better part. If you give that gift right now, it turns into $2,000. Because it's being matched dollar for dollar by a donor who's come alongside and said, I want to help, and I want to help in a big way. So we need you to go to the phone, dial 888-342-1010, dial 888-342-1010, or you can get online and give online uh, at bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org, and then just walk through. It's very simple to do. You can easily... Uh, fill out the form in less than two minutes. And the phone call is about the same. It takes about two minutes to, to give your gift and to be off. But if you do it tonight, if it's dated tonight, the timestamp on the online gift or on the phone call, if it's done tonight, it will be matched dollar for dollar. So would you please make that gift right now? And if there were 10 of you that would take the four slave challenge, maybe you can't do a one-time $1,000 gift in one lump payment. Some of you have, and thank you for those of you that have. But maybe there are those of you that could do 250 a month for the next four months. If we had 10 of you that did that right now, we'd cover all of the slaves that were on the list. 888-342-1010. Uh, but maybe you can't do that. Maybe you can just do one slave. Maybe you can't even do a $250 gift at this time, but you could do $50 a month for five months. That would take care of yet one more of these women that are praying, earnestly hoping for freedom. Would you do it? You got a call right now. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved. 
and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by, how I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. It's a reasonable request. The phone number is 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010. And your gift right now of only $250 will liberate another girl like a hoke, the one you just heard the story from. The names may sound different to our Western ears, but their hearts, their desires, their lives are no different than your own daughter's. Friends, if you believe that slavery is evil, and if you believe that we should be here to make a difference, then please do. Pick up the phone, 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010. You can also give online by just going to bringherhome.org. That's bringherhome.org or 888-342-1010. That's 888-342-1010. Ready or not, you'll be right back. That Kevin. Serving it up with a no-drink minimum. It's that Kevin show. Ladies and gentlemen, as promised, he returns with the song that started it all, launched a movie, won a Tony, and gave Glenn Hansard permanent status. Here's Falling Slowly. Go back. Mm-hmm. 